Welcome back to Remember Country Music. This week I got to hang out with Reagan Stewart. We talked all about songwriting and how her love for poetry really influenced her songwriting at a very young age. We also talked about all her original music, which you can find anywhere you stream music. This was a fun one. Reagan Stewart is on the RCM Podcast coming at you. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Remember Country Music Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, uh, Kyle Corbelson. Today, we got Reagan Stewart on the show. How are you? What's going on? Good. Just hanging out, doing music stuff, you know, life. Doing life stuff, doing music stuff. We're doing all the great things. We're doing yeah. all the great things. We were just talking about the snow. And if uh, if, if you tuned into uh, last week's episode um, with uh, Tony Arata, you know that we were talking about the weather that was going on in Nashville and how... Uh, they had a ton of snow and I told him that I thought that was ridiculous because um, we didn't get snowfall here in New Jersey yet and you know or or in North Jersey should I say and we I was I was all gung-ho about the fact that they got snow and we didn't how it was this most ridiculous thing and you bet your ass two days later we got six inches of snow so I jinxed myself and it's horrible but it's 20 degrees and there's snow on the ground and it's disgusting. But, you know, it is what it is. But <laughs> I am glad to have you here. I, uh, uh, I'm excited to sit down with you and, and, and hang with you a little bit. Um, I think your sound's great. I think you're awesome. And I'm just excited. Thanks. So thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so you're from Auburn, Alabama. I am. I am. And um, I bring that up for one reason. Because as of recording, today is uh, College Football National Championships. And I'm and cheering for Georgia. That, that was going to be my question. War yeah. Eagle. War I'm Eagle. I don't own, I don't own a, any Georgia merch, but um, I am watching the game tonight, and I am cheering for Georgia. I might well, wear red. I might wear red. I don't know. You know. <laughs> I might wear red. I might wear red. Well, is that the, that's, a, that's a huge divide now, man, right? It's either Roll Tide or yeah. War Eagle. Which like it, it's hard to like, because like I think if they win, like our state does get money, right? Yeah. So I mean, like that is a positive. Yeah. I just can't. I just can't cheer for Alabama. Like I just <laughs> the way I grew up, I was like, you you just can't do it, you know. So was there anyone uh, growing up that said, "Hey, like I'm gonna go to University of Alabama," and was that just like, "Oh, you're shot and get out of here"? I mean, my grandmother was an Alabama fan, like hardcore, like had the sweatshirt. And like when our family would watch a game, she would like root for Bama. But every single other person in my family is an Auburn fan. Oh, so she just wanted she just wanted the divide. She wanted to she ruffle some feathers. Yeah, she's all about that. She liked that everyone would just like nag and like it was fun. Um, I like that attitude. That's a great attitude. <laughs> like we, you know, so, so I like I, you know, I don't know. It's my friends. Some friends went to Alabama. I just couldn't do it. I just can't. Hey, I, just, I can't get on board. At least you, at least you stayed true. If nothing else, if Auburn has the worst 20 years football wise ever, if nothing else, you stay true to yourself. That's yeah, right. You're right. <laughs> you stuck to your guns. That's it. That's it. I, um, no, I'll be watching the game tonight too. And if, if we're being honest here, I'll probably be rooting for George too. So, you know, I, uh, I have a thing about the way the college football playoffs are, are structured. I don't really like it. I think every year we're, we're getting the same few teams and um, we had a chance to have it mixed up this year. 
and with uh with cincinnati and it didn't happen and you know yeah it is what it is but go dogs that's what i'm saying for today go dogs why not go dogs. well right. see i went to mississippi state to school so i technically am a dog that, so there I, you go i feel like i should also cheer for the other dogs you know what i'm saying there, there you go i you know what i'm totally for you on that one see see that's that's a cool mascot see you because mississippi state is they're not the bulldogs are they bulldogs yeah oh they are okay so that, that's a cool mascot that was a hawk that sucks because uh, i was a hawk in high school too i never changed yeah that's that's kind of i don't know i, I like the bulldogs like they're kind of cute so like if you <laughs> like if you buy something like for instance like say you want to buy like something mississippi state yeah. you can like, buy a bulldog thing put it in your house it's like a cute little like thing you know like a hawk is kind of like uh eh. like it could be cool but it's not yeah it could be cool it's just like, generic did you have like a hawk in a like mascot uniform that would like both in high school and in college interesting but not like a real hawk not not a real hawk it was like a dude that was like in the suit <laughs> they should do like the like how auburn does like how the eagle flies yeah high school should like have a pet hawk like in a cage at your school yeah i agree that would be because you met or we're like um um okay i don't know what movie this is from and i'm definitely going to be like outing myself on the weird movies i watched when i was a kid but there's a movie that i watched it was it was like a kid movie i can't remember what it is but the school had like a greenhouse on the top of their school right Okay. Um, like what some people, some schools actually had that apparently, but they had like on the roof, they had like a greenhouse and it was like a way for like kids to learn about whatever. Right. But in the greenhouse, they also had like another like thing that was for storage or whatever. And this person in the school would hide a hawk, like a bird in the crate. It was like his pet, but like, he didn't want anyone to know. So he would hide it up there. Like no one was going up there, but, yeah. but I was always like, <clears throat> wouldn't that's what they should do. That'd be awesome. There was a hawk though that would that would um, perch itself on one of the light poles uh, post by the school. That uh, did happen. Weird. That did happen. Yeah, it seems like it's on purpose. I know. I'm not. Like I, I don't bird, know. Bird knows. Maybe, maybe the bird knows. Maybe he knows. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the bird knows. But you know what's funny is my college didn't have a football team, so it's not like we would do that for college. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a little bit of a bummer, but you know, our basketball team is pretty good. So that, that's okay. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fun mascot fan. If you're not, if you're not figuring out when I was a kid, I used to buy like the, the like hats and t-shirts of like the fun logos, you know, what I mean? uh, yeah. like yeah. minor league baseball. I used to buy like the Montgomery biscuits. Cause it was a little, oh, yeah. that's like where that's like close to where I'm from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I used to do that stuff. I, I, I'm a big hat guy. I have a lot of hair, but never like to actually do it up. So I just throw a hat on. Right. So I, uh, as many people are, but, um, I have a hat obsession. A lot of, a lot of people are shoe people. A lot of people are jackets, sweaters, you know, jewelry. I love hats. Like I have a lot of them. I've always been like this. So I used to like in middle school, early high school, I used to buy like the, the biscuits and like the Vermont Lake monsters and the Pensacola blue Wahoo's like weird stuff. Oh, I know the Pensacola blue. That's interesting though. Right. I mean, I bet you could meet like a lot of like different people from different places. Cause they're yeah. probably like, Oh, like I know the, like if I saw you out with a biscuits hat, I'd be like, Oh, like I know the Montgomery biscuits. Yeah. 
And then you just make friends. Exactly. I'm a big fan on like weird logos. Like I think that that's cool. Or like throwback logos. I think that's awesome too. Oh yeah. Like throwback logos too. Like when you wear stuff and someone's like, Hey, that's really cool. Like that, that's always like, it's a conversation start. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I was always big on that kind of stuff. And sometimes I kind of wish I still did it, but also I like really basic stuff. So I don't know if like the, the neon green from the Vermont Lake monsters at 23 is really, you know, is, is really I mean, something I, I wear these days. You should just break it out one day and try, you know, <laughs> just like try it out. I'm going to get all, all 30 uh, minor league baseball, triple a team logos. And I'll have, I'll have one for each day and I'll just wear, wear one different hat every day. That, that's a old, that's old. That's like your new brand. <laughs> I'm the weird guy with the weird logos, right? <laughs> yeah, so that's what I did when I was, you know, 15. <laughs> um, so you have a, in terms of, in, in terms of music here, obviously, you know, you are from the South and, and, and in terms of um, your sound, you have a, uh, this very classic tone, in, in, in my opinion, whether someone's told you that or not, but um, I, I, I'm not musically talented enough to tell you what I'm hearing, but I just know that I like it. Um, so, uh, you started writing songs pretty young, correct? Pretty young. Yeah. Uh, yeah. around like 10, like eight, nine, 10, which is, which is pretty young. Yeah. I was, that's not what I was doing at eight, nine, 10. I'll tell you that, but, but like, not like all the time. Like it was just kind of, I really liked poetry, mm-hmm. um, growing up in school. And, um, I remember like, I mean, in high school for sure. Like I took like a poetry class, like I had a poetry English class, but like when I was younger, I remember I just like, I just like to write in general. So I would write like in a journal is how it started off. And then I listened to music. So I was like, Oh, wonder what it's like to write a song. So then I would just kind of, it was like, I was learning about writing. Yeah. Um, and then I'd be like, Oh, let me write like a short story, stuff like that. So it was just kind of not as much songs, but. Right. But that's really interesting. Cause I, cause so you think that 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 love for poetry and that love for just kind of writing stories in general just helps your songs oh for sure yeah yeah it it all like goes it's all like being creative in like a different way and it all like like no matter what you're writing I feel like it uses that part of your brain so like I don't know so like for instance like if I write even if you write like in your journal like I know like Taylor Swift or whoever she'll like write in her journal and then she gets song ideas from like looking back over like things she's felt in the past and stuff like that which is I think that's awesome and I think that's like a I don't know how to say this in like an in like a normal way but it's it's like intellectually deeper if you are pulling from things like poetry because you're not because I don't know if I want to piss someone off by saying this but you're not um you know writing out the same five things, if that makes any sense, because you, yeah. you have a, you have a, a, and there's nothing wrong by writing hits, by writing the same typical generic things, but sometimes people are looking for things that are deeper than that. So, um, which I say that cause I am usually, but, um, like things like poetry and, and reading books and things like that, I feel like really help some writers kind of branch out and get more creative and even words that they're using in songs because of words they read. Is I yeah. feel like really important, right? I feel like that's one thing that me personally, like I need to work more on as a writer too. Cause I feel like once you move to town and you write often and you just like write with other people every day or whatever, it's, you get so like stuck in 
like making it like you want to do it for a living. Right. So you're like, like, how can I do this for a living? And you get so caught up in just writing a good song and it's, it becomes more of like a business mindset and you forget like, Oh, I actually like need to figure out how I'm feeling and like write about that. And, um, I feel like it's easy with people that you're close to, but you just get so caught up in like the business mindset, you know? Right. Right. And I think that that's, you know, eventually you're able to differentiate that. Um, but, but I think that you're right. You know, sometimes you kind of get caught up there and, and, and it's tough. So in terms of, of when you're writing, right. So, so we talked about the reading side and, um, music side. So, so like, do you, do you feel more inspired if you're like listening to a song that like maybe you grew up listening to or something you hear that's new and you're just like, Oh, like this is cool but this sparked this idea or is it more like I read a book or I read a poem? Ooh, like, all of them. Yeah. And what does one happen more than the other? Or is it just kind of like, um, I, I, I do get ideas from listening to other songs, like in the car, like on my drive or whatever. Um, I get a lot of ideas from reading too. Yeah. Uh, I get some ideas from like watching television, but uh, to be honest, not as, not as oh, but much. someone told me that once and I, I couldn't believe it. Like a movie, someone said they watch. Uh, I don't I don't remember who it was. If someone remembers what I'm talking about, please let me know because I don't remember. But I remember the conversation being really good. I just don't remember who said it. Um, someone said that they get inspiration from movies. Was it Gabe? Oh, yeah. it might have been Gabe. I don't know. Anyway, um, someone said they got inspiration from movies, um, and I was like, "How? Like, where does that come from?" And he's just well, like, I, heard, "I heard an interview the other day, and um, Ryan Hurd was talking about how one of his new songs on his new project he um, got from." Oh, she, what's that movie? Uh, okay. You know, the show, how I met your mother. What's the, what's the guy's name and how I met your mother. Ted. Uh, no, the tall guy. Barney, uh, Marshall. Marshall. What is Marshall's name in real life? Oh, um, 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 why am I forgetting about this? Um, but what's the movie he's in where he goes to, you know, where he likes the girl and then she breaks up with him and he goes yeah. to the beach. What Wait, is that? Keep, Forgetting thinking Sarah about, keep thinking about this. What? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. Yes. I think that's the movie he was talking about, but he said that he like wrote a whole song from the mindset of forgetting Sarah Marshall. And I'm that's like, wild. I need to go listen to this song. Cause I'm like, that's so crazy. That's but, so crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really sure. How works. I guess so. I guess so. And I guess if you're the more, the more well-rounded you are and things that you like, maybe the easier songwriting comes, who knows? But I feel like the certain songs, like there's some songs that like you get those ideas and then there's just some songs that just like fall out and it's, like just it's just like meant to happen in the yeah. room yeah you know? right right I, I always i always think that whenever someone says like it just fell out i'm always just like well then it was meant to be and, okay. and I'm, I'm a firm believer in like things are going to happen down the line and you're just probably not going to control any of it even if you think you can so like if a song falls out that then it was meant to fall out at this time it wasn't because something happened to you that day and it happened like it like all of those things were going to happen anyway and it just so happened that you wrote a song and that it fell out and it really worked um so i'm, I'm pretty firm into, into believing that what are you listening to kind of like right now just out of curiosity like what like what are some of your favorites like oh she, yeah, let me. I like when people ask me that. I'm like, I really don't know. Like, I'm well, so that, that's fair because I listen to a ton of stuff always. Um, so, I have been listening to honestly like some older stuff, like older albums that didn't just come out, but like, um, like I've been listening to Cody Johnson's new record, yeah, a lot. Um, I've been listening to do you know Patrick Droney? Yes, his, his album, uh, State of the Heart, that I really love. 
and Donovan Woods. Cool. To be honest, like I've been list, I like to like look up like this weekend. I looked up all of like the new songs. Like Ben Rector came out with some new songs, and then like the Flower Shop song with Morgan and Ernest K came out. Um, which I really love all of that stuff. Yeah. So did you Just, like the new Ben Rector songs? Because I did. Um, I did. I thought I think it's like interesting, like the route that he's going. Yeah. Um, I tend to like to be honest, like his thing is such like a whole project thing for me that when like the last project, I know, I remember he released like two or three songs and I was like, Oh, I like these, they're not like my favorite Ben Rector songs, but I like them. And then when the whole project comes out, I just like play it from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I just love, and then I love them even more. Right. And I, th- I think yeah. you're right. I think it's so like, um, well, there's so much like, there's so much going on when he puts things out so i i I kind of like when 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 the project thing comes one of my favorite ben archer songs i'm sure everyone says this but love like this is probably one of my favorite songs ever like top 10 i love that song i love that song i think that and it's like a weird sleeper song like i definitely don't think about it that often but every time i listen to it i like sit back and i'm just like what the heck like this is this is awesome that's how i feel about um his song men that drive me places yeah that's like one of my all-time favorite songs. Yeah, I love. I, I think he's so good. Like, I, I really think he's so good. And you don't get people like that very often. I think that there's like this like weird thing in 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 like gen, like general pop music right now um, that I'm not 100 a fan of. I also don't hate because I recognize production value and how like that whole side of things is just absolutely unbelievable. But um, people like a Ben Rector and like a John Mayer and and, and people like that where they're like definitely like rock pop kind of deal i feel like you don't hear voices as much as you used to hear a voice like billy eilish is so cool i feel like because her production value is awesome and her voice is very very unique but like you don't get that that often you get a lot of people like like playing beats and things like that and if that's what's catching and that's what's cool and i don't think it's not cool i just kind of wish you had more of like a early 2000s kind of pop music if that makes any sense yeah I feel like a lot of people like a lot of pop artists today are very similar like if I heard I'm not like huge on knowing like I'll hear a pop song and I'll be like oh I really love a song but I don't know who sings it because (laughs) I feel like a lot of the girls sound very similar to me Mm -hmm. and um like I think they all sound awesome but like if I hear Ben Rector I'm like oh 100% that's Ben Rector and his style is so unique to him and like there's no one same with John Mayer, like you're saying, like there's no one that's like like him right. on his level that I know. Um, and I feel like a lot of the girls and guys that are coming up, they're like doing the trend of like the same kind of like melody and the same kind of like production. Right. I like it, but I'm like, yeah, it's it not bad. It's just like grab onto them and be like, I want to know everything about you. you right. know what I- and it's not bad at all. I think it's just, um, you know, it's not, it's not distinctive. That's the best way I can put it. But do you think that let, let's, let me uh bring this so bring this over into the other lane here do you think that that's kind of like that in country music too now or yeah 100 because you're not because you're not like the thing that i like about you and i'm really stubborn about this and if if this pisses someone off like i'm really sorry but i really look for distinctions within voices because i think that although turning on the radio and listening to number one hit i'd probably like it like i need something to be like oh you're different and you're cool like that like that i need I think that's why I like Cody Johnson because like Cody Johnson is not like the normal stuff you hear on the radio, but his but his songwriting is fantastic, right? So the like it's yeah. things like that too. Um, but I think what I struggle with for a really long time 
is trying to find um, artists, especially, you know, more female country artists too, that were doing different things. And I, I, and when I started diving into um, independent country, you know, I found people like Muscat and Bowline who are like very different and, and doing oh, their, for own sure. do their own thing. Yeah. yeah. They're all about, that's like, they're like staple. Is like that doing- is their thing. And I love it. I yeah. love it because they are, they're about being different. They want to put a different project out. They want you to listen to, I feel like they want you to listen to it and be like, I'm not really sure what I'm listening to right now, but I like it. Like that's, that's kind of what they want you to do. And I, I respect that. Um, even like, I honestly think Ash McBride is the greatest thing to happen in country music, in my opinion. I think she's phenomenal. I mean, like I, there, there is, and obviously she's not independent, but there, there is um, so many people like, uh, like, do you know, like Lacey K Booth, like she's really cool. She's really different too. She was on Idol. She just became a highway fine too. Um, I should know who she is. You I should, should look her up. Lacey Booth. Look her up. You might like her. She's very like um, dreamy country. If that makes any sense. Like very like um, melodical and, Kind of, it's it's a little bit slower, but her voice is different, and that's that's kind of what I like about it. Um, so I'm really big into stuff like that, and I feel like we haven't seen that as much, but we're starting to yeah, see it. I know she is. You might, I think you would, but I'm really big into just kind of like um, different stuff. And I think for a few years here, we struggled. Wait, no, I've heard her stuff. I really like her. Yeah, she's good, right? She's machine, I think. Big, she's big machine. machine. It's like I think uh, mm-hmm. her stuff's very like old Colby Calais kind. There you go. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, she's good. I, whatever that that sound she makes, how do I describe that? You know what I'm talking about. It's like kind of whispery. Yeah, but yeah, and she yeah. has yeah, whispery. There you go. That's yeah, I think she's. I, good. I'm dumb. I can't figure that out. But I think that she's good, and I think that people like that are really cool, and and, and that is kind of what I hear in your music too. So I think that for a Thanks. while we struggled with you know um, trying to find things that differentiated other people from other people, and. I think sometimes we still have that issue, but I think we're always going to have that problem. And I think that more people are coming out of the woodwork and I like it. I like it a lot. I feel like now there's so many girls in town. Yes. That I know that like are free, that all are like so unique to like who they are. Yeah. And especially now, like, and that they're like having their chance to be heard or whatever. And like, it's so cool that everybody's so different. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, like not all, not all of them are known, right. On like radio or whatever, but like when you come to town and you like see a riders round and you see like different girls on stage and you're like, holy crap, they're all like, they're all like pursuing music and they're all good, but they all have their own like little thing, you know? Right. And I think that's awesome. I really do. And and it's, and it's funny you said, you know, they may not be prevalent on the radio, but uh, the way I look at it is like me doing this, like if you're listening to this, there's, there's two people that are listening to us talk right now, two different types of people. One of them is just my friends and family that decided they want to listen to me talk. <laughs> the other one is, well, that's not true. My friends and family that want to listen to me talk, but also want to find a new artist song, right? They want to be interested in. That's the way I see it. And then the other one are people who love country music and love songwriting and probably know you and or know people you've crossed paths with and say, oh, I'm interested in learning about this person. So what I think is that um, what kind of helps is that they may not be prevalent on the radio, but there is a lot of outlets to get these names out there. And whether you and I go to a writer's round together and we see three people or four people, whatever, I might know two of them. You might know the other two. None of them are on the radio. I think that that's cool. Yeah. Right. I think that that's awesome. Um, And, you know, I think that we're in the right direction and I like it. 
I like it a lot. I, I, I think the songwriting wise and, and, and artist wise, and someone asked me this once, and I'm kind of curious on your, your opinion too here is um, someone asked me once, they said, do you think that the, the song, the, the majority of people song picking these days, majority records, like all right, like an Aldine, right. Picks a whole record. Yeah. right? doesn't write music. Um, do you think someone like an Aldine is less likely to come along because so many people are, song, are are writing songs these days and like want to write their own music and want to write songs for other people. Um, I, I feel like maybe, maybe like less likely than back in the day. Right. Because I feel like that's what I said. From, I just, so I just stopped watching. There's like that documentary on Amazon music. I mean, Amazon music, Amazon about um, like the growth of country music. I forget. I think it's Kim Burns. Kim Burns like, yeah. but, um, it's like how like music came to be country music came to be. And there's like a time period where like, I feel like you could just like walk into town and just meet the right person and be like a great vocalist. And like you had your own story to tell, but there were people that would write it for you. Right. right. And you would get a deal where like, I feel like, so back then, like, of course, like very different, right. Cause times have changed, but I still feel that someone could, that like has a story that has like a great voice and that's just like a good performer could like come into town and just like be so charismatic that you just like latch on and you're like, I just love them. Like, and you want right. to hear their story. Right. I feel like right. there's always like those people that find their way. Right. And I but agree. not as many, I don't think. Right. No, I don't, I don't think as many at all. That's what I said when I was asked that question. I don't think it's, I don't think it's gone, but I don't think it's going to be as prevalent only because I think there are a lot of people that, that, you could write a song better than someone who is just got a really good stage presence, great voice, you know, but they don't know how to tell their story by writing pencil to paper and you do. And I think that, you know, sometimes you might write a song for someone and they didn't write it, but it means just as much to them as it does to you. And it was kind of meant to be their song. Does that yeah. make sense? Oh yeah, so, for sure. I feel um, like I kind of, kind I kind of think songwriters in town miss that. Like they miss, like, especially songwriters that grew up with that, like they miss helping like an artist say what they want to say, you know, and they yeah. like want outside cuts, like they want to be able to write a song that somebody relates to and wants to put out. Cause like, right. that's such a great feeling. I feel like, so I feel like people in town miss that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think that it's something cool. Do you think that um, having a songwriter cut your song that you wrote, I got to word this different or it's going to be confusing. A songwriter as in like, someone who's an artist right like a really great artist but it's also a songwriter is there something that's like more touching or like you'd rather someone who's also like who's a songwriter i'm, I'm, I'm i'll word it this way because i'm gonna sound like a broken record because this is what we're gonna this is what we talked about in last week's episode but um i sat down with tony rada last week like i mentioned earlier and tony rada wrote the dance for garth brooks so um tony said to me he said well i i gotta say like everything that happened with the dance as much as I love the dance and you know it did a lot of things for me and it did a lot of things for a lot of people I am so grateful that a songwriter cut the dance because Garth is also a songwriter is what he's saying so and just like an artist yeah so like and, and Garth kind of changed the way the dance sounded um at the beginning there and it's because of the fact that you know he's also a songwriter and the way he was going to portray it is different than the way tony portrayed it mm, to be honest if somebody wanted to cut my song i would be just as happy either <laughs> <That's true. Okay. laughs> i would be like you can cut it that's awesome well that, that, that's a good uh, personally, personally i would be up for 
both. And I, I get like where he's come from, but to me, yeah. I don't know. I'm like in a different stage of life than him though. So I'm like, yeah, That's true. Like, I'm like, you cut it. Yeah. You do. <laughs> take it take it and run with it do whatever yeah. you want yeah no i i that, that, that's a good answer that, that is a very good answer um so yourself uh what in terms of yourself and songwriting so you have you have your own music out um obviously and we're gonna we're gonna jump to that in a second here um but in terms of writing your own songs and and, and you know songs on the daily and on the weekly um what what makes you keep wanting to write songs like why what what motivates you to sit down and just keep writing because it can get discouraging i imagine oh yeah and you write you write bad songs i mean you know so um honestly like co-writing is like super fun and i i like fell in love with writing just by writing by myself but like once you move to town and you write with other people and like collaborate and like work together it's it's just like a super fun process because you get to see something that was nothing become a finished product which i'm all about um I love like when you have an idea and then it's just like a thought and then it turns into something, whether that be like songs or whatever, you know, but it's fun to be in the room and throw out ideas. And then at the end of the day, you're like, Oh, like this sounds awesome. You know? And you like have a work tape of it. It's, it's just a cool, it's cool to like rhyme. I love rhyming and I love like, it's kind of like a puzzle, you know, it's really fun. So I um that I would say this time and time again the whole covering thing just I don't know <laughs> it's like I my example is always it's like when you're in school and you were in a class project and you never wanted to give your idea out because you oh, no it's not idea. like it's not like a class project class projects I hated because I feel like there's always one strong person right yeah and there's the teacher you always are like paired with like two people who do nothing and then there's like two people that are like, okay, like we have to do the whole project, you know? Were you one of those two people? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I remember I in high school, I was paired, we were paired just two people per project. And I remember in high school, one of my classes, I was with like the star football player of the football team. <laughs> and I was like, I'm doing this whole, I'm doing this whole project hundred percent. And I did do most. <laughs> and I'm like, that I've, I was always stressed if I got Cause I was always like, Oh, I got to get this done. Got to whatever, whatever, like trying to get a, you know, yeah. and uh, I feel like songwriting is so different because you're writing for the most part, you're like writing with people on your level mm-hmm. um, that you like came here and you met and like, they're like kind of like in your stage of where you are in the industry and like where you are on your like songwriting level, if not like someone like right below or right above you, which like, you know, and you all like have been working hard, learning how to do this. And like, you have a passion for it. So I feel like when you get in the room, you're all like trying to do your very best yep. you know, every time. Yeah. So, so I don't think it's like class project. Cause I feel like everyone really cares about it. And like, yeah. maybe not every time, but for the most part, everyone's like, yeah, we all want to write a great song. And like, everyone's good. Yeah. For the yeah. Most part, that's a know? good point. That's, see, that's a good point. Like, maybe maybe I think that cause I was the, I was the one that, um, was slacker in the class project. Maybe that's why I think that. You know, because uh, you have a class project with someone and they're like failing the class and you're like, you're not, you're like making an NA and you're like, we have to do a class project together. That's a good point. That's a very good point. But like songwriting, you're on the same level. Like you're exactly. both a, a student. So you're like, we're going to write a dang good song today. Yeah. Who are some of your favorite songwriters to write with? Um, To write with or like in general? Yeah, to both. Let's do both. Um, To write with. Um, um, I just, this year I started writing with two people that I really love, Andrew Hall and 
um, Colton Venner. I really right. like him. Colton's a pal of mine. I like Colton. Colton. Awesome. Um, yeah. I love writing. I like Connor Sweet is a really great writer. Uh, Lauren McClam is a really great writer. Um, there's honestly tons of people that I really like. I admire them as writers and like I get to write with them. Right. Um, as far as like people that like, like Rhett Akins is super awesome. He's probably like one of my favorite writers in town. Uh, the Warren Brothers. That's cool. Awesome. I don't know if you know who they're they cool. are. Yeah, they're cool. Um, Mark Nesler and like nice. Daniels and there's like a lot of like really like writers who have been here a while that I think are just like really talented at what they do. Yeah, I love it. So in in after saying all that, right? So t- talking about all, all all the songwriters you love and you know everyone that you look up to and write with now and and peers and everything along those lines um would you say in terms of your own music and and your own things that you've put out um and i don't like using the i word as in influences i don't like using that word in terms of music because i just feel like it's a very it's a very used word and i try not to use it but um growing up for you right so so we talked we talked about a little bit about, about the pop music and um and i know you mentioned taylor swift too so i have a feeling that you're a taylor swift fan. i mean like who didn't listen to taylor swift that's who fair didn't? you know what i have to say i am just now listening to taylor swift i grew up in the era where you know like when i was like 15 taylor swift was like turning 15 and she put out that 15 song or whatever so it's like people my age how old like, is taylor swift how old is taylor swift good question mm-hmm. That is a really good question. I'm looking that up like, right now. When I was in high school, when was that? In eighth grade, ninth grade? I don't know when I when she put out her new stuff, but like 32. I didn't know that. I didn't know she was that old. That, that much older. But um, yeah, but like when she was putting out her stuff, you know, it was like the prime time of being a girl and being young. And yeah. what girl didn't listen to Taylor? That's fair. I I was very adamant about not getting behind Taylor Swift just because there's I'm, a lot there's a lot of those you know yeah I no it's not not that I, I thought her songwriting is fantastic yeah. I just her sound didn't didn't do it for me but I understand why people liked it but there are a couple of those older songs that I kind of like I'm not I'm not yeah, even gonna lie the older there's, stuff for me to be honest there's a, there's a little bit of the older stuff that I'm kind of like well this is pretty good I kind of like it um so uh. I know my buddies listen to this right now, making fun of me because I, for for yeah. years and years I'd make them turn it off every time he turned it on. But there um, are things that you like hate to love, you know. Yeah, that's definitely one of them. I I, I definitely hate to love it, hundred um, percent. But was it all country music for you? Was it was it country music growing up? Was that was that your was that your drive? I know we obviously just talked about pop music and how we, it's hard for us to differentiate it and things I like do. that. I do love pop music though. Um, so do I. I. I kind of like. I grew up, so when I was growing up, we listened to a lot of country music in my house, but my mom did not. My mom only listened to Christian music. And so I grew up listening to a lot of Christian music. Like it was like rain. I would like go and buy like random CDs. So it was like the most random, like I know like bands that probably aren't bands anymore. And like, I have had their CDs. Um, So I listened to a lot of Christian music and uh, my dad really loved like the Commodores and like Earth, Wind and Fire and like that kind of stuff because it was like fun to dance to. So yeah. um, I did listen to some of that too. So that's awesome. Like a bunch of random, like I a was, random hodgepodge. Yeah, I was I was a mosh posh kid as well. I, I had a bunch of random stuff. I even tried to go through a rap phase when I was in middle school. Don't really know why. I really, really I've tried. Never done the rap phase. I mean, my, I like would drive to school with my brother. My brother would listen to rap sometimes. Yeah. So like, that's my 
Well, I thought I was cool listening to rap. That's why I listened to it. I don't actually think I really liked it that much because now I, I, you know, freaking roll the windows down and blast like Joe Diffie. <laughs> and I think I'm cool doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I think that's cool. Like, yeah. you know, um, so, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think it's just a, it's a subject of your environment and what, you, and what you want to, what you think is cool. You try and make cool, even if it's not cool to you. I don't and like know. what speaks to you at the time, you know? Like, yeah. I feel like, I don't know, like, like in high school, a lot of people did listen to rap because that was like what they played in like the locker room and like, right. you know, what you say I don't know things around. Like I listened to more rap in high school than I have in any other part of my life because everyone around me listened to rap. So I like knew the words to like Lil Wayne songs. Exactly. Now I don't know like the new rappers, like hardly at all. I don't either. I don't either. And I still know those words, those Lil Wayne songs. Don't even get it twisted. <laughs> um, but Billy Bob Love and Charlene wasn't cool when I was in high school. Let's be honest. So I feel like it was, I feel like country was super popular where I'm from. Maybe it's just like where we're from. That's the other part of it too. Is I'm I like stick out like a sore thumb. Like I wear boots here and everything. I, I know I stick out like a sore thumb, but it's cool to me and I like it. So I do it. If you moved to Nashville, you'd fit right in. That's right. That's right. I, everyone keeps saying that. <laughs> and technically they're not wrong, <laughs> but um, one day, one day. Uh, so music for you. You started putting music out in 2018. Am I correct there? That is correct. Yeah. Okay. So you have, um, I hope I didn't miss a song here. Stereotypical girls. Hold me like that. Drop day. Gorgeous. Love that one. Dancing around it. And uh, right. So you got, you got five songs out, right? Started putting them out a few years ago what what's the the where where is the have you seen growth since you started putting the songs out and is it is it um you know is it getting more and more fun as you keep putting more and more because you're allowed to experiment and you're allowed to um i mean at this point the ball's in your core you can pretty much do whatever you want which is the best part um have you have you have you tried to um experiment with different sounds and like even because even if you look at 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 just the, the catalog in general i mean um you know there's a lot of everything there you know so there's sadder there's faster you know there's things like that does does that allow you to kind of just just do whatever you want um so uh 2018 those songs are from like a different the so when I first started I moved here whatever um at that time in my life I recorded those like the year before that I think Mm -hmm. um and I was like to the point where I was like, okay, if I'm going to be an artist, I feel like I should put something out. Cause I've been here a while, you know, and like people should want to know like who Reagan is. Mm-hmm. And those songs like really resonated to me, like at that time. And like, I loved the people I worked with that I made them with and like wrote them with. And, um, but like, I like when I got them back and like put them out, I like went through, I was, I was on this TV show, like around that time. And I spent a lot of time in a hotel room by myself that year <laughs> and like around other artists who were like working on their thing. And to be honest, like this show, like the main thing of the show was like really great for me was like, I got to like really figure out who I wanted to be as an artist and like who I didn't want to be as an artist and like, kind of like what I wanted the sound to be like. And like, I knew like, like I love stereotypical girls. I love holding like that, but I knew it wasn't like the exact like road that I wanted to go down. Uh, like the kind of more popish country thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I love this, but like, and it is a part of me, but I like still want to like search. Cause I don't yeah. think I'm like hundred percent there. So then like I took 
like a whole year, just like writing with people. And, um, I wrote drop dead gorgeous with my producer. And, um, after we wrote it, I was like, we talked about it. And I was like this, like, it just feels like I'm supposed to be singing this. And I like, I don't know if that makes sense, but like no, there's songs when you write and you're like, this is like what I, it feels like it's like made for me, my voice to sing, you know? Yeah. And like, so after we wrote that, it just kind of like started a trail. Like I started working with him and then um, I like started focusing, like during writing, I was like, okay, I need to like figure out kind of like hold it. Like this is the kind of thing. So I need to like start figuring out, like I need to start writing songs like this, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what started. It was like draft day gorgeous. So that's awesome. I, feel like every, I feel like as an artist, like every song that you put out, like Taylor Swift's always like evolving her sound. Right. I don't know why I keep talking around Taylor Swift. I think she's a genius, but like, she's <laughs> not, I swear to God, I'm not like her, like number one fan club fan. She does not um, have a shrine in her closet. of. Taylor no, I don't. I don't. I'm not even, she's not my favorite artist. Um, But like, even, I just think she does, does great at it. I mean, like there are other artists too, like Casey Musgraves who like I feel like her sound has like evolved like so much you know and it's always great and it's always different and she always adds like a different element to what she does and um I feel like not a lot of people do it but people that do it great like it's awesome so I I don't always think that you have to but I feel like I'm still in the stages of like it's clear like who I am as an artist but like it doesn't hurt for me to like still hone in on like what I want that to sound like Right. And I think that that's so important. And I mean, even you saying like the first two songs are not necessarily um, the way you want it to go. You had to put them out to figure that out. Oh, for right? sure. Yeah. And like, not that I don't like, I really love them. Love them. Yeah, yeah. You love them. But in, in 10 years, when we listen to, you know, your, your, you know, your, your multiple chart topping albums, you know, and, 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 and things of that nature, you're going to go back and listen to them and say, okay, well, this definitely isn't what I'm putting down now, but it was fun to do at the time. And oh, I love yeah. them, but it's just not necessarily who I am currently. And that, like you said, you know, everyone's sounds evolved. Even listeners, their sound evolved too. I mean, like I, when I was 16, 17 years old, I was listening to, you know, Rascal Flatts, Dan and Shay, Nickelback, and, you know, like Hinder and things like that. Now I still listen to all of those things, but I also listen to Cody Johnson, Merle Haggard, Justin Moore, Sergio Simpson and Tyler Shoulders. You know what I'm saying? Like I, those are not things I listened to when I was 17, 18 years old, but you have to listen to the stuff to get to that point too and find what you. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just my weird two cents, but it's just like a different it. part. It's just like a little part that makes up who you are, you know? Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. And it's funny. Cause like when people say like, Hey Kyle, what was your first concert? I tell them it was Rascal Flats. And they say, well, what was your last concert? And I say, Mary church. It's a little bit ironic, isn't it? But because um, Eric Church got booted off the Rascal Flat store. But I mean, I didn't like an Eric Church when I was 17, but he's my favorite artist now. So I don't know. It's all like the 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 pieces of the puzzle that make who you are as a person, whether you put music out or whether you just like listen to it. So yeah, I, um, I like that. I think that's awesome. I think that that, you know, it's 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 all um relative to, to kind of who you are um so why don't we just uh i i gotta ask this question so out of out of all your tracks here um do you have one that that um kind of 
just kind of fell into your lap. Like it just kind of, it came super easy and it was more of like a, okay. Like how we talked about before, it's meant to be kind of thing. Um, did any, did that happen for any of them? Um, I would say, I mean, maybe like dancing around it. Like I had the idea and I then I still love that one. I'm telling you. I wrote it with, um, I wrote it with two friends and it was just kind of like an easy day. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think. Maybe, yeah, I would say dance around it out of all of them, probably. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I think that that's, um, I don't know. I love when that happens to people. And I think that, that sometimes it's just easy. Sometimes you just like read a song in like 45 minutes and you're like, dang, okay. Which I find unbelievable. I feel like it would take me like five days to write one song. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know. You people are, I mean, you no, people are crazy. I don't know about you guys. No, I mean, like sometimes you write just like a verse. Like sometimes I'll go into Sometimes like you go, you write, you don't write anything, you know, like you just like go and you're just like, I guess we're just hanging out today. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're just hanging but, out drinking coffee, you know, yeah. <laughs> or beer or whatever you want. Yeah, some, after a certain time, some people switch. Five o'clock somewhere, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, even before that, people. That's right. It's 12 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> some people, it's like 11 a.m. People are like, oh, that's you're like, right. okay, we're going there. Okay. That's right. That's, that's why I'd want to become a songwriter for that yeah. purpose. <laughs> um, so you have these, uh, these, these two songs out here in, in, in this past year in 2021. I forget it's 2022 sometimes, but. Yeah, it's a little weird, but you have these two songs out from from this past year. What is um what's next? What what do you what do you have in the pipeline? Like, what is your thoughts? How do you think this next year is going to go? Um, are you hopefully awesome? I, I hope so too. Uh, totally. Um, I have a song coming out in February. Very awesome. Um, I'm super stoked about. Um, and then, uh, so I have like then another song probably around April and then maybe nice. May. I have a couple more like in like in the works that like will be out soon for sure. February though, that's coming up. Like I'm about to start posting about it and letting everybody know. Um, it's called drunk heart Nice, and it's really like fun. So, um, and then two more, and then I'm going to go back in the studio hopefully soon and like record some more stuff that I've been writing lately, which I'm really stoked about. Nice, 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 nice. I love it when uh, the off season is over and everyone starts pumping music out again. I love it. It's me yeah. excited. Uh, super excited to hear it. I'm I'm excited to see what this next year brings for you. I'm excited to um, hear these new songs. And uh, then a day, the word of the day is excited. So that's that. <laughs> that's what matters. Reagan, thank you so much for coming to hang out with me. I appreciate thank it. I, of course, I um. I love getting to meet new people. So it was kind of nice. And I, me too. I'm all about it. That's right. Uh, everybody, you can uh, take a look um, at Rain's uh, music wherever you listen to music. Go stream it, go love it, go share it, go do all the great things that we love to do. Um, and keep a lookout for that new song. Follow the Instagrams, follow the social medias, do it all. Keep a lookout for that new song. You can go follow on Instagram at Rain Stewart, all one word. That's R E G A N S T. W-A-R-T. Look at that. I'm a speller. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Memory Country Music Podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe. Give us five stars if you love the episode and follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast. New episodes come out every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. As always, I'm Kyle Corbus. That's Rating Stewart. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. Mm-hmm.